You're listening to the Busy Business Bitches Podcast, the creative entrepreneur's source for bold, bossy, and sometimes busy business advice with your hosts, Misha Hetty and Alicia Wicker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the B3 Society Podcast. You are here with Alicia Pokey Wicker and Misha Gumby Hetty. And today we're going to talk about something really, really cool. But first, Alicia's got some information for you. Well, gosh, if you're allergic to bad words, good advice, you're going to want to click off right fucking now. Whoops. <laughs> Dude, you blew it. Sorry about that. Yeah, we know it has the explicit sticker on it, but in case you didn't see that or the part where we said it's not safe for work or the part where we said it's not safe for kid, kids, yeah, we say swear words. So hashtag get over it and turn off in three, two, one. Bye. Too late. All right. So uh, today we're talking about Facebook and your Facebook strategy and why if it's not working for you, it's because your Facebook strategy sucks. And to all of you who are listening on the podcast, one of these days you're going to have to come over and watch us on our, on our site on the video because Alicia was just doing a weird interpretive dance. So I, I figured that a Facebook strategy should have a weird interpretive dance. It was just the way that I was expressing my soul. All right. That's cool. That's cool. She's crazy. All right. <laughs> so proud, Misha. I'm going to voice for the entire podcast. I don't think this is working out. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to break up. No. You know what? We're going to do a Halloween app where we do voices the whole time. Okay. That'd be totally fun. So we'll like a note on that. So you guys stay tuned for the Halloween episode in which we talk in stupid voices the whole time. But today, today, my friends, we are talking about Facebook strategy. Now I've heard a lot of people say Facebook doesn't work for me. I don't want to pay for Facebook. Facebook, my clients aren't on Facebook and I call bullshit. Everybody is on Facebook. Way fucking bullshit. There's billions of people on the Facebook, right? I always like calling it the Facebook like old people do. Right. Billions of people on the Facebook. And to think that your people are not on the Facebook, you're just kind of, you just don't want to commit to it. That's what I'm going to say. And you don't like the idea that you got to pay to play. And can we take it a step further? You're running a fucking business. You got to pay to play. Right. It's not like back in the day where you were the only cobbler in the fucking village and you could just like hang out a shoe-shaped sign and people like, oh, cobbler, I got to go there. Nowadays, it's different. And if you are in, if you're in North Korea, you're not even hearing this podcast. If you're in North Korea, yeah, chances are good. Your people aren't on Facebook because your country doesn't allow it. But if you're in America, homie, your ideal client is on Facebook. I guarantee it. And if they're, let's say, um, that particular subset of people, you, your main, you, you provide haircuts to 11 year olds and Facebook's TOS says you can't talk to 11 year olds. Guess what? Their moms are on Facebook. So don't tell me you can't reach your client because they're not on Facebook because that is some red hot horse shit. Dude, that's like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. What is? That, Reaching your ideal client through, yeah, 11-year-old. Yeah, I know. But it is, it, it is because it's like, well, I can reach, I can reach your mom. <laughs> I didn't even want to start with the your mom jokes. Never mind. You know. My mom's not on Facebook, but her best friend is. So I said something the other day about my uh, magazine article that was out. And I was like, hey, guys, I'm sharing this with Facebook because my mom's not on Facebook. So I need some love or something like that. And uh, yeah, the next phone call I had with my mom, she's like, so I heard you're on a magazine. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, 
And no, it works because you got to be careful the shit you say on the Facebook because, you know, somebody is on Facebook that knows somebody. That's what I'm talking about, the six degrees of the Kevin Bacon, man. Somebody knows somebody who knows somebody. So your message still explodes out beyond the Facebook. Oh, truly, truly, truly. If you are, like, let's say you are, you have the balls to pay to play and it says your, you know, your ad will reach, you know, 2,500 people. That's 2,500 legit people. And if your, if your message is good enough, those people are going to be like, hey, I saw this really crazy cool thing. And it's going to go beyond that. It's actually, uh, I don't know. It is so powerful. It is, is, is as powerful as television. And guess what? Chances are good you can't afford a real TV commercial. If you're doing like uh, Cal Worthington and his dog spot commercials at 3 a.m. All right. If you're not in California, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. But back in the day, that, those, those homemade commercials, commercial. they were awesome. I I always wanted to see like the tiger and what Oh I know. I was like, I wanna buy a car from Cal Worthington. Right. And but, we always thought he was saying like uh Cal Pussy Go or so go see Cal's pussy or whatever, but it wasn't No, he was saying go see Cal. Oh, and that's what we thought, Pussy Cal. But it wasn't Pussy Cal because he had that tiger. So we were thinking, Oh, maybe it was pussy for yeah. Tiger. If you want a better car, go see Cal. Yeah, we thought it was Pussy Cal. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, if you're not Cal Worthington and you're not making a weird homemade commercial that's going to have a tiger in it, if you can afford a tiger, you can afford Facebook ads. All right. And let's say which one is going to reach your ideal client a little bit better. Probably not the jungle animal. Yes. Yeah. But you can totally, the Facebook, there's so many like awesome possibilities. It was funny when I was taking my daughter to get her, um, teeth cleaned and I was talking to one of my homegirls over there and I was telling her about like the power of Facebook ads she had no idea and she's like oh my gosh my mind has just been blown and I was like dude right it's amazing what you can do with them let's pretend let's go one step further and say all right I don't actually want I don't have the money to pay to play you can still create really awesome content and reach people that way. My uh, good friend, Brandy Dunnigan over at cjanerunless.com. So on September 21st, she made this video. Alicia and I actually happened to be together. So we were watching this in real time. Okay. Not in real time, but I kept checking in from our, our little vacay, whatever, and seeing she went from obviously zero views. Cause that's what everyone gets when they post it. She paid $0 and she got 5,800 views on this video just because it was really good content. So 5,800 people saw that message. And if she was like, uh, you know, a Facebook doesn't buy ideal clients aren't on Facebook. What am I going to do? She uh, never would have gotten those 5,800 people is 58. Well, I guess 5,800 times two eyeballs on her information. And it would have been like, nobody sees my content. I don't want to have to pay for people to see my content. It's like she didn't pay. She got eyeballs on it. Cause it was, yeah. good she didn't pay a single cent. That's ridiculous. She, so don't, don't be coming to me with your sob story. This is okay. We should call this episode the Facebook Smackdown because yes. like you and I get so mad about this. When people tell me my ideal clients are, are on Facebook, I say bullshit. When they say I've tried this strategy and it doesn't work. What do you like to say to them, Alicia? Uh, suck dick. <laughs> Okay, I wasn't going there. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess they could do that. No, when you say the strategy doesn't work for me. Um, it's just bullshit. It's an excuse because most of the time it's called like, okay, well, I followed this, this formula. Like it was a diagram 
from a book that shows you how to put together a carburetor, right? It's called not the same fucking thing. Yes, I can give you a strategy. I can give you a formula to fucking follow. But if you don't know like what your audience wants, it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So if you go in there, even if you have an actual diagram that is as clear as put tab A into slot B, if your people don't have slot B, it's not going to fucking work. So yes, you have to learn these strategies. You have to understand these strategies, but then you adapt them for your own audience. And then you do them again and again and again. And you don't come back to me and tell me this shit doesn't work. No. And, and that's the other part of it. You know, it's called, you need to, you know, measure, measure the result. Like, are, you know, there's analytics on Facebook for your page. You don't have to pay for it. You can go yeah. and see like, no. oh, this really resonated with people. People like this. Then do more of that. And then you'll right. see the shit like, oh, nobody likes that shit. Okay, then do less of that. And well, actually, first you ask why. Is it because you posted it at 3 a.m.? Is it because, you know, uh, you didn't include a graphic so no one actually paid attention to it in the feed? First you analyze why it didn't work before you kick it out. But yeah, okay, so let's pretend we're talking about how to, your Facebook strategy when you're not paying money. Um, Something a lot of people do is they post one crappy post, but they post it in six different groups. And it doesn't get a lot of love. In fact, it gets a lot of hate because you can't spam groups. I know people, oh, I don't want to pay any money, so I'm going to post in groups instead of paying to play. If you're posting the same old crap and it's not that good crap, uh, it, it doesn't matter. You're just going to annoy people and turn them off. Oh yeah. And I think that's the new strategy of the day with Facebook. You know, you have the guru saying to everybody, go start a Facebook group. So then people see your content Well, they can still hide the notifications and hide the fucking group if it gets annoying. So it's no guarantee. It's called, you're just trying to avert or avoid paying to get seen or coming up with great content. You, you're just using that as, um, an excuse. That's what I think. I, people disagree with me. I don't care. But there's so much more work that has to go into managing a group over just a Facebook business page. Um, and you're going to get greater visibility with your Facebook business page than you are with a group. So first, think about that, how much time that's going to take. Second of all, don't go into all these groups and post the same fucking thing. Because if this is in a specific niche, then a lot of people are going to be in these multiple groups and they're all going to see the same shit. And then they're going to be like, hashtag desperate stop. Yes, totally. I'm obviously in a lot of entrepreneurial groups because I like reaching out and helping entrepreneurs because duh, they're my ideal clients. But uh, when somebody posts, when I, my phone is lit up and it says, you know, six new notifications and I click on it and it's the same person posting the same post in six groups. I just want to reach out to them and be like, you know, we all see what you're doing and you're just embarrassing yourself. You're not reaching any of us because we're all annoyed by your ass. It's no good. And the thing about your own group, like you were saying, man, there's some groups out there that are awesome and engaging and there's some groups out there that suck, but no matter what, if you have a large group, sure, you have a captive audience, but you are still paying to play because you have to manage that group. You have to create content for that group. You have to kick out the people who are selling discount Ray-Bans and, you know, adding links to pornography or whatever the, whatever the F they do. Um, so you are paying with, your, paying time. with your time. Yeah. Fucking Miss Cleo Psychic Network right there. Whoa! Psychic moment! Yeah, you're paying with your time. So get real. Don't don't lie to yourself. If all you have is time, 
cool, good for you. Um, you got some, you got some problems in your business. If there's no revenue, but you have a ton of shit ton of time on your hands, you've got problems that are not your Facebook strategy. Right. And you obviously need to get more cognizant of, you know, what the ROI on your time is. And that's not good ROI. Something needs to come from every action you take in your business. So you don't just do shit in your business because somebody said it was, this is what you should do. There's so many suggestions out there, whether it's Facebook or your business, but you need to evaluate if that is actually the right choice for your business. You cannot try everything if it's not going to make you money. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's like a whole nother Oprah. Do not, do not pick one and stick to it. I like Facebook. Facebook is where I make my people. So this is why I'm so heated on this issue. If you want to come back and have this conversation about Twitter, I won't be here. Um, <laughs> right? No, 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 no. So posting and running. Here's another, another. So before this, before we sat down to make this episode, we made a list of like all the sins that people do on Facebook. So we have this cool list to refer to. Posting and running instead of starting a conversation. I cannot tell you if you are leaving a post, if you're using a scheduler, great. Good for you. You've batched your content. You get a gold star for that. But if you're not coming back and creating conversation about it, if you're not replying to people, if you're not like, Hey, I see that you like this, you know, whatever the fuck mm -hmm. it's pointless. You've just wasted all that time you created to batch this content because you are looking, you're, you're just dumping and you're not creating a combo. If someone took the time to leave a comment, you can take the time to leave them a comment back. Yeah. And you know what? I'm sorry, but um, a comment back is way better than a like. A like is like the bare minimum standard. I give likes when I'm not sure what the comment's about. Okay. Sometimes people leave comments and I'm not quite sure what it's about. And then I'm also confused on how I could clarify. Like it's that out of the world. Like I'm not even sure what you said and I'm not quite sure what it was. So I'm just like, I'm confused and I don't have time to figure out what this was. So I'll like it. I'm guilty of that, but I, I'm so confused. I don't know what else to do with it. I will hit the like button when it's just something like cool or congratulations. Um, Sometimes, but I, if I get a cooler congratulations, I do like to respond with a thank you. I do. I also do that too. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to go back and review my profile to see what my like policy is. I'm pretty stingy with my likes and loves and all that. Um, simply because every time you just click the like button, it adjusts your algorithm of what you see. Oh, I would way rather comment. Right. But and then, then there's also the weird people. Like I got someone who like posted on my page with, uh, you know, a greeting, but it wasn't in regular English. And I'm wondering if he's just trying to pick me up. So I'm going to have to like, I don't think I'm going to give that a comment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, uh, we're Nigerian princes. You do not get comments back. Sorry. <laughs> X. No. Yeah. All right. So the other sin, uh, not measuring your results. We kind of went into this a little bit, but now it is time for the full on smackdown of measuring your results. If you are going to say, I tried this and it didn't work. Um, okay. Do you guys remember when you were in elementary school and you did the science fair? No. I'm going to assume that you, you didn't, why did you just say no? You just blew my post apart, my thing apart. I, I was just trying to say my school maybe was suckage. We didn't have a science fair. Really? Okay. Well, for those of you out there who went to a good school and did the <laughs> science fair, um, no, you remember anything, any science class you had. Experiments are based on testing a subset of data. If you, are if you post one time and tell me that didn't work, I'll say do it again because you don't have a large enough subset of data to actually measure from. 
And if you're going to completely change your posting strategy and go like balls to the wall different and tell me, oh, this also didn't work. Guess what? You just ruined your experiment because you can only change one thing at a time. This is why people, when people are like, oh, well, I, I did the split testing on that and it didn't, it didn't really pan out for me. I'm like, okay, let's see your results. And they're like, well, four people looked at this. I'm like, bullshit. You don't have a big enough set. No. No, you don't, because that almost goes back to like, you know, when you're working on your business and you ask your five friends what the fuck they think instead of asking your clients what the prospects, what they would think. You know, I asked my mom, I asked my dad, I asked my sister, I asked my brother, I asked my friend, and well, they all had five different answers, so I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. Thanks for that advice. It didn't work. I asked for advice, and I just got more confused. It didn't work. You know, it's called you need to – you have to commit and then you measure. But if you don't commit to something, you did it for, you know, a week, maybe. It, maybe a week's good enough. Maybe it's not. It depends on what actually your objective is, I think, as well. That is true. It does depend on, that's way back to science experiment there. You have to decide what your objective is. If your objective is, if you say, I'm going to post 10 times a day and I'm going to see what happens 10 times a day for, for five days or whatever. Mm-hmm. That could be enough data to tell you if something is or isn't working, but it depends on what you're trying to discover at the outset. At the outset, if you're like, let's see if team less. Oh my Jesus! <laughs> let's see if posts with links are better, or posts with pictures are better. It depends on so many factors. What time of day are you posting? Who are you reaching? Who are you? Pay- are you paying for these? Are you sponsoring? You know, boosting these or whatever. Um, did you use a swear word in one? Did you, is the picture of a kitten or is the picture, you know, of your face? Like there are so many variables. I'm going to say that's not enough information to test. Um, so basically whenever people are like, I tried that once and it didn't work, I need to smack the crap out of you. Or I tried it once and it didn't work, but then you follow up and you're like, well, you didn't actually try it in the way I suggested. Right. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I left a post and I had a picture. Okay. It was a picture of Adolf Hitler. And that's no, no wonder no one liked it. I mean, come on. Oh, or like, you know, when you see those creepy posts on Facebook where people are posting like weird shit, like, yes, like I encourage, you know, my peeps in the designers club, I'm always encouraging them that, you know, like kind of treat your biz- Facebook business page more like your personal page, share things from your life. But if I see pictures of your toes, I'm going to be just grossed out. Don't show me your toes. I'm not a toe person. Um, if you're on a beach, there's other stuff you can photograph besides your feet on the beach. You could, you could photograph your hot dog legs. Yeah, hot dog legs. People love hot dog legs. I'd rather see hot dog legs. Well, I don't want to see my own hot dog legs. I'd rather not see hot dog legs. No, but I, better than toes. I don't want right. to see your toes. I'd like to oh, yeah. see happy face with sunglasses on and the sun shining that then I feel like, Oh, I'm on vacation with you. That'd be fun. Cocktail at the beach. Hell yeah. I'm down with OPP on that. Oh my geez. You and the OPP. Do you guys not know what that stands for? Cause if you don't know what it stands for, go ahead and uh, turn your safe search off and Google what OPP stands for. And you'll wonder why is Alicia always down with that? And now people will be like, dude, she's a whore. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Come on now. Um, so, yeah, uh, that is saying things only, you know, trying something once or twice or 10 times. Bullshit. Try it. You need a larger subset of data before you can come back and tell me it doesn't work. If you cannot commit to trying something 100 times, 100 times to me is the bare minimum. And if you can't commit to trying 100 times, 
first of all, I question what are you doing? Second of all, um, then you know what? Try try ten, try twenty five, or maybe just make it a, a, t a set period of time. Yeah, whatever it is. More you, than a day. <laughs> more, oh my god! If you try it for one day, and that day just happens to be you know the Fourth of July when no one is on Facebook, or it's um, you know the Super Bowl, so that no one is your shit's not getting paying. People aren't paying attention to that shit because they're doing other stuff. I. It just, it can't even, it cannot even, you have to be cognizant of that and how it affects your results. Um, so yeah, trying something once is a no-go, but measuring your results is very important. How do you guys, how do you handle that, Alicia? Um, for me, I like to, Facebook has a report, so I like to go in and check and you can sort in there and I like to see what's the most popular type of content and it's like, okay, what is it? And I make notes about it. Um, I also like to just anything that I'm doing, I, I set up a, I am spreadsheet queen. I like to set up spreadsheets. And so then I like to measure my results. I like to see like, you know, a quote image post did well and this thing did well. And this one doesn't just text only doesn't do well. Um, mm -hmm. Measuring the results. And I do set it for a set period of time. If I'm trying out something new, I need to know, when I started, because it, it usually for me, I go for a couple weeks when I'm testing something. I, I forgot what I've already done last week. Did I see you last week? Me? Yeah. 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 So see, I've already like kind of forgotten, like, was that last week or the week before? This is why I have to document this stuff. I put it on my Google calendar. Like I'm testing something new measure, go measure every day. And so I have a, you know, chunk of data and I know how long I've been testing it. Cause I think too, you're not, um, you're not kind of like, you have to kind of put yourself back in school. What are your deadlines? And I, okay, my exam date is here. I've got to study here and hold myself to dates and schedules and measuring. You have to hold yourself accountable. Otherwise, you're not going to know what's going on. You're just going to, you're going to have false results because you're going to be like, eh, it didn't really work. Yeah. I don't like spreadsheets. I'm not a spreadsheet person. But even I can use the, uh, the insights in the Facebook page manager. Yeah, well, the reason I would say using the spreadsheet though is because on my page, I have so many damn posts and sometimes Facebook takes, it lags when it's reporting back and sorting for me. Gotcha. And so that's why I do it. I'm just like, I'm going to kill you Facebook analytics on the back end of my page. So that's why I do it that way. So Makes sense. Totally makes sense. See, for me, I, I just have a general idea of what does and doesn't work well. And then I go ahead and I verify that with the, with the tools that Facebook has already provided us with. Um, for example, earlier this year, I was like, I committed to doing videos. I was like, this is, this is what's up. I'm going to try this until I'm going to, I'm going to try this until it works or until I break it one or the other. Um, and then I was, when that, when I made that decision, uh, live streaming or whatever it's called came into play too. And I was like, okay, let's test these against each other on this day. I'm going to do a recorded video on this day. I'm going to do a live video and keep, you know, uh, alternating to see what works. So I tested that for a couple of weeks because I, I, I know I just told you guys to try something a hundred times. But if you see a really good result, a really strong result early on in the process, then okay, you can figure that in. You're a smart individual. You, otherwise, this is a no dummies allowed podcast. That's how I know you're smart. <laughs> um, so I saw that my live streams actually didn't get any more love or like, and I actually had a harder time producing them because there was that 
you know, oh my God, I have to perform. I'm live, I'm live, I'm live. What if my nose itches and it looks like I'm picking my nose thing? Um, further, people would comment and I would lose my train of thought. So um, I looked at my stats and I was like, you know, no, it's not, it's not, it's not a good. So I discontinued it, but I'm still doing the video thing. Mm -hmm. Large scale test, optimizing as I go. Yeah, I think that's the key too. It's um, that goes back to, you know, someone gave you a suggestion, do the live streams. I'm getting great viral videos from it. And you're like, I try it and it's, it's not my audience. It's not working for them. It's not helping me get any more boost after the fact or anything. Yeah. So it's but I didn't try it once. I didn't well, try it once and say it didn't work because you have to be aware. I swear to God, it's like some people think that their ideal client is just sitting there on the internet. Like, oh, what are you, what are you putting out? What content? What are you, what's like a dog waiting for a treat? Yes. Hell no. No. And, and I think that even goes on to the uh, further Facebook strategy of that. Um, just any communication in your business, it needs to be done more than once. You cannot just do it once and then hope everybody saw it. It's going to be like, Oh, I, shit. I didn't know that happened. I wish I would have known. And it's like, well, I posted it once. I mean, I'm guilty of that. Cause I, I'm thinking, Oh, I thought I told everybody about that. No, I didn't. So, you know, make yourself notes. Like if you have something important you need to get out, say it more than once on Facebook. People are not there waiting like, Oh my gosh, the Alicia show came on. I have to stay tuned. Yeah. No, like you're sorry. You're not the walking dead. No one is waiting for your next, next video to drop. Um, and that's, that's totally okay because that also helps people. You would get saturated. Like you would get sick of my face. I know I'm really attractive, but you would get sick of my face if you saw every single episode of the Misha show. If, if yeah, I mean, isn't it kind of like that um, Truman movie? Was that yeah. That? Right. Although everyone was totally into the Truman show. Oh, maybe Jim so. Carrey just has something we don't have. I really, yeah. Maybe like his stretchy skin is, I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm getting stretchy skin as I age. Uh, so, you know, just try. Try live streaming your video, your life at all times and see what happens. I need a videographer because I can't hold up my arm that much. You need a selfie stick. No, you told me to get rid of my selfie stick. I know. At it. I am anti-selfie stick. I am on an anti... I'm, I, if I could rid the world of the selfie stick, I would. And that is a whole other Oprah. Oh, man. Don't, don't, don't get me all hot and bothered, Alicia. Don't make me mad here. I'm already bitching about Facebook strategy. Yes. But so, I think... Go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> Look at us. We're so polite. So, no, I wanted to say what is working for you? What is working for your peeps? Um, if you had one dose of advice for our listeners to go and actually do, what would you tell them to do? You know, I think the biggest, biggest thing is, I mentioned it earlier about taking down... Um, if you've been on Facebook for any period of time that you're going to, in your mind, naturally, you have the personal profile and you have the business profile and you have this personal persona that's just you normal, right? And then you have your Facebook persona where you feel like you need to be very prim and proper and that, you know, everything's very polished and all that stuff. And I would encourage you to take the wall down and so that there, it's more seamless. I mean, I'm not saying go in, onto your Facebook business page and talk about like you shit your pants or something. <laughs> that would be weird. Um, maybe you I actually think I actually know someone who that worked really, really well for. Wow. That's Literally, she had a, vi a video go viral about the time she shit her pants. Hmm. Yeah. So well, maybe I'm going to have to shit my pants so I can post that. Um, I don't know. 
Okay, so maybe, oh, maybe you are on your personal Facebook page and you were sharing that you tried a new douche and you said, oh, this is like really awesome. And like, but I want to find out from my girlfriends, do, would you, do you like this douche or do you think it's like bogey? Now, if you went onto your business page, that might alienate some people. Yeah, I would probably unlike that page. That's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, but my point being, like, get personal. Let them have a peek inside your life. Let them see that, you know, so often we're trying to pretend that we're perfect online and people don't identify with perfect. They identify with imperfect because we're all imperfect in nature. So share that with the world. Right. I am so hashtag not perfect. It's not even funny. So, and I don't mind telling people that because I don't want to create this false illusion that when you work with me, you're going to meet this totally, I like, I look awesome. And I always, you know, dress a certain way and I'm always hilarious. I mean, that part is true, right? Obviously no, but if I create this false persona and then you come to work with me, there's going to be a huge disconnect and you're going to be like, well, I'm let down now. Wait. Like when you go to a restaurant and you're like, well, this is not exactly like what the menu showed. This, this ugly ass Big Mac is not what's in the picture. Dude, like the brewery we went to, mm-hmm. they did not tell us it, smell is out, it was smelly outside. No, that was not on the uh, website that it was, it smelled of brewing beer, which duh, I actually should have thought that one through, but it, yeah. Well, since I haven't had beer in like forever, I forgot about beer and brewing and all that kind of stuff, but I love those carne asada fries. They were delicious. That's the whole reason I wanted to go there. I was like, I can totally eat that. And I was like, you could drink beer. I mean. I didn't though. Why didn't I have a beer? I think I was too tired. It was the morning. Oh yeah, it was the morning. No, it was lunchtime. Yeah, it was lunchtime. You could have had a beer. Totally drinking time. What's wrong with me? Yeah, it was vacay time. You weren't on the clock anymore. Oh well. Damn it. Bygones. (gasps) No, I didn't want to drink because you weren't drinking. I would I'm sure they would have had something else. There was nothing. It's a brewery. They didn't have wine? No. Oh, well then thank you for being polite because then I would have been all sad faced like, like here I am at Carl Strauss, like look at me drinking this gluten. Mmm, glutinous. Like, fuck you, Misha, where's the liquor store? <laughs> oh my god. I don't want to go to any liquor store in downtown San Diego. Nor on a Uber with Ferrajaka. No, that was a weird trip. So, you know, it's funny as this podcast is going to, it's going to be out uh, in like November probably. And people are going to be like, what are they even talking about? Yeah. Yeah. You guys are going to have to dig way back on our Facebook pages to find out our story of going to San Diego. Yes. Um, So my tip for anyone who is using the Facebook for business, actually it's two tips. One, you got to own the real estate. You can't, it is not enough to leave just text. If it is one or two lines of text, as I'm scrolling through on my iPhone, like millions of other people, I'm not even going to see it. It's going to be a blip on the radar and it better be really fucking hilarious or I'm going to scroll right past it. The way to own the real estate, don't have big blocks of text, have two or three lines, break it up with spacing, add a photo or even better. This leads me into tip number two, video homeboy, video you need to do to do it. You need to put on your big girl pants or your big boy pants and make video. And it doesn't have to be that you have some studio and you have, you know, the light kits and the, I have that specialty camera. Just go out there and just get on the video. 
Yeah, that leads into that whole myth of perfection you were talking about. But no matter what it is you're in your business, people are going to connect more when they can see your face, hear your voice, and learn what it is that you have to say. You don't have to have a perfect script. Just write yourself a basic outline because if you're trying to follow a script, it is going to sound weird. But say, okay, this is what I want to talk about. Here are my three supporting points, and here's my call to action. Don't forget a call to action. Do not. That's right. That leads us into our call to action. Mm. <laughs> so you guys, if you have enjoyed this video, I want you to go over to facebook.com slash B3 society. And I want you to like the shit out of that page. I want you to leave me a comment. Actually, if you hated this podcast, go to facebook.com backslash B3 society and tell me you hated it. Yes, please go tell us that you hate that shit. And if you heart us so much that you can't get enough, that you've listened to this podcast on iTunes, or maybe you just you need to see what we look like when we're talking to each other, you want to check out the video for this podcast, it is at b3society.com, the letter B, the number three, society.com. Go check us out and you can watch how imperfect we are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're pretty cool, though. We're pretty fucking funny, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, and I'm, I like blowing smoke up my own ass. No one else is going to do it. <laughs> All right, guys, you go out there and have an ungodly good day and go kick ass online. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the B3 Society Busy Business Bitches podcast with your host, Alicia Wicker and the fab Misha Hetty. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at B3 Society and on our website at www.b as in boy, the number three, society.com. See you there.